Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Parents Read the Darndest Things. I'm Kayla with CPL Adult Services. And I'm Lane with Children's Services. So if you're not familiar with the club or if you haven't listened or read any of this stuff before, it's basically just a very loose, very casual online get together right now online where we read whatever the heck we want, caregivers, parents, cool adults, and we just read what we want and talk about it on Discord and Goodreads. Um, we've had a really good discussion this month. Our book this month oh, yeah. was uh, Let's Talk About Love by Claire Kahn. So you want to dive into this? Yeah, this one was um, honestly not one of my favorite books I've read. I didn't hate it, but this book was about a, um, a character, Alice, and she is ace. She identifies as asexual. And it was kind of her trials and tribulations about really coming into that identity a little mm-hmm. bit. And it was overall like a, like a three star for me. Like it wasn't horrible. I gave it three stars on Goodreads. I would definitely give it when I finish it. Like when I mark it finished on Goodreads, I'll give it three stars. Um, that was overall, but it did offer up a lot of good discussions. I thought our Discord yes. was kind of popping off a little bit. Our Discord we had a fantastic discussion. Really good discussion points. So, we're going to tell you them. Yes, and I would also like to point out, if because we don't really love it, if you're on the fence about reading it, look up reviews on Goodreads, because as one of our book clubbers pointed out, there are a lot of own voices reviews on Goodreads. And post-reading it, I thought that those reviews were excellent into viewing like the spectrum of asexuality and how own voice readers really identified or did not identify with Alice as a character. Yeah, and essentially mm-hmm. since that is not our own voice, mm-hmm. um, if you identify in any, in any way, I want to know about it. Yeah. So, let's begin. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Yeah. Okay. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's let's dive into the good stuff. The book. I mean, we could do like detailed character analysis, yeah. but that's boring. So let's like get into it. Let's yeah. dive deep. Let's do it. Okay. Something I think one of our book clubbers brought up that was a really, really great point was Alice is kind of an immature character. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um she's like a sophomore in college, so we could place her about 19, 20 years old. But she has this thing called her cutie code where she rates like how aesthetically pleasing people are. Um, And we talked about, as a group, you know, how that's kind of an interesting thing to hold on to at that age. And then how it kind of infantilizes. It does. I feel like I can't pronounce this word, but me either. Yes, I'm going to avoid it. (laughs) But I do feel like it makes her like a childlike character. Yes. And it was so closely associated with, with her, her, with her sexuality. Yes, it was. It wasn't yeah. like a so turn it made, off. It made her sexuality seem immature. Yes, and we know that maturity and sexuality are not linked. And so I thought that that was a great discussion point to have with young readers, or as a parent, if you're reading it and you want to bring up sexuality with your kids. You know, there's a lot of great things you could get just from noticing that point. Yeah. But it still sucked for Alice's character. It did. And I, I thought it was an interesting outlook to to begin with just because 
you know, your, your sexuality develops as you grow. Mm -hmm. And what you think and feel at 14 and 15 should not be how you think and feel at 20. Mm -hmm. And I felt very much like Alice's growth as a person was stunted in a way by her or by the writing of her sexuality, if yes. that makes sense. Where it felt very much like something someone would do in high school. Mm -hmm. But even as a person struggling with their sexual identity at 20, your thoughts should be more mature. Yeah. Um, because there is a disconnect, you know, your, your mental maturity does not always reflect or reflect your sexual maturity. Yes. But there should be growth in both. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why consent matters. That's why age of consent matters. That's why these things matter. So at 20, Alice should be yeah. a little bit more developed mentally yes. and mature-wise, not just in her sexual identification. Mm -hmm. So I, I always didn't like the way that it made her aceness seem naive. Yes. And I did not like that because I don't think that's the case mm -hmm. with being asexual. Now, I'm not asexual, so I don't know, but I don't think it has anything to do with being naive or innocent. Mm -hmm. It's just varying levels of sexual arousal and attraction. Yes. So it's very, um, I don't know if I loved to see those two things linked up together. They were, yeah, throughout the story, they were always very constantly yes. linked up. And it was also kind of confusing as a reader just to go through the story all the time because Alice would assert herself to, like in her inner dialogue, or to her counselor who she would speak to, that she understood her own identity very strongly. She understood what aceness was for herself and other people. She was like, you know, paraphrasing, there's the internet, there's Tumblr, there's books. I know what yeah. this is. I just don't know how to convey it to other people. But then it was always so closely associated with like the cutie code or when she first saw Takumi and she had like this very childlike reaction to him. Um, very like middle schoolish reaction. Very like anime girl. Very like, woohoo! Yes. And it was, um, I just didn't like that it was connected so strongly to her sexuality. I think being a cute, adorable person yeah. is a personality trait, not a sexual inherently one. Like it's not yes. one that you, yeah, I don't think the author did a, I don't think the author did a great part of, yes, separating them. I think that's like what Claire Khan might have been going for was just making it her personality trait but it didn't yeah it yeah. didn't ever fully flesh out that way mm -hmm. I I don't disagree with that and that was a good point that I I'm glad someone in our discord brought up because I was trying to pinpoint what it was about first of all it rubbed me the wrong way mm -hmm. to be completely honest it was it just rubbed me the wrong way it was almost too cutesy yeah and I couldn't take her seriously and I don't like that because, yeah. well, like, I'm an adorable person, so I didn't <laughs> want to say, like, I don't like cute people, but it just yeah. felt a little too contrived and a little too, like, it was way too much yeah. and too frequently and always tied to her sexual identity. Yes. And it didn't make sense that she could be so confident in how she identified and then in the next sentence, bumble about. Yeah. It was very jarring at times. Um, so I don't know if I love the way it was written. I just, yeah, I just didn't. It's hard to read a book where you don't love the way the main character is written. And it's not that I didn't like Alice as a main character. I think her story was interesting and could have been portrayed more interestingly. Yes. 
Um, maybe as a character she wasn't done justice. But there were just a lot of things that, yeah, contrived. It was very contrived, yeah. There was a lot of like pop culture references. Yeah. Um, that kind of didn't actually have a reference point. Like It would just pop up. It would just pop up and yeah. you'd be like, um. It was like the author okay. liked it, so she just sprinkled it in. in there. Which is fine, you're the author, you can do whatever you want, but like if you're gonna mention, you know, an anime like the one hundred, maybe Oh yeah. Have a reason to talk about it. It it just felt um fillery. Yes. And it was great. But one of the one thing that I, I would like to say for me personally, mm-hmm. when authors do that, I think it dates your books. It yeah, really it does is. have a tendency, like if I read it even two years later, I'm like, Well, the hundred is dead. Like no that is it's not. Yes, it's a very, very tricky thing to do. Like you don't know if you mention, you know, if you now I'm on anime. If you mention Inuyasha, that's gonna last forever. Yeah. We know that's like a timeless anime that a lot of people like. But yeah, if you mention, and you could be like, oh, like it's more nuanced. It's yeah. yeah. I but I'm always yeah, hesitant really to say date your books. Yeah. It's like when you talk about how they flipped open their cell phone and started typing, you know, T nine, but like. like and these things, I you know, mean, 10 years after it was written, that's not going to be a thing anymore. And we love that. Like, we yeah. love to see it. I just, um, there was, like, one too many things that I thought back-to-back made it a little, the whole book seemed immature. Yeah. And Alice come off as an immature protagonist. But the representation was great. Yes. I yeah. mean, if you're looking for a super diverse book, this was it. Yes, I think it had a very great point of having diverse main characters, diverse side characters, not only in sexuality, but also in race and ethnicity. Like, it felt very real in that yeah. regard. And I yes, and that, it, like that. it was, I liked that because it was not their whole character to yes. like be a black girl or be, you know, a half Asian boy. It was just another thing about them. And maybe you didn't even realize it until several scenes with these characters happened and then you were like oh it was clear she felt very comfortable writing race and and diverse ethnic groups Mm -hmm. and characters and a cast but maybe not writing believable characters that might Mm -hmm. come from just an author's immaturity not a personal immaturity but as just learning to write i don't know if this Mm -hmm. was her debut novel or not i'm not sure i don't know but with a lot of writers, their first couple books are going to be a bit juvenile because yeah. you learn as you as you get better and as you develop mm-hmm. more as a writer. So this could be just a starter book that really showed areas of growth. Yeah. So I don't want to say this book was horrible. It definitely was not. Yeah. Um, but there there were there were points of it that were a little like uh, I didn't love, and I didn't yeah. love the Ace character being so naive. It really bugged me. Yeah. And the cutie code was also cringy, yeah. just straight cringe. I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't think anybody in the Discord liked the cutie code. Um, but if you read it, maybe you'll really identify with the cutie it. code. Maybe that's something that you're all about. Mm-hmm. I tried to kind of be on the flip side and think maybe the author wrote her so immaturely because it is a YA novel. You know, if you are a younger, and it's kind of hard because if she's supposed to be 19 to 20. But maybe if you're reading it as a 14, 15, 16 year old, yeah. and you're trying to you know, pinpoint your own sexuality, this is like representation that you can read. And she is also struggling, even though she thinks she very much understands it for herself, it's hard for her to convey it to other people. 
the representation of seeing another LGBTQ person having struggles. You know, your main character's not perfect. Isn't this kick butt heroine all the time that we're kind of all about and used to these days. I do like that, and I thought that got brought up in the discussion too, mm -hmm. was that she's very normal. She's yeah. not like a secret spy. She's not saving the world. She's just mm -hmm. like in college. Yeah. And I do like that. And you know, th there's nothing horrible that happens. There's no, there's no single point that's just like makes her a heroine. She's just a girl. Yeah. And I do like that. And I do think that was important to have a diverse book and one that represents the, as TikTok calls it, Alphabet Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed that the book was just a book. It was just a book about a girl yes. and her experiences, which is kind of pleasant. Yeah. I, I know that there are people out there who identify with Alice who are like, yes, I like that cuteness. I like her, her quirkiness. I like that all these things. Personally, it was not for me. Yeah. But that's why I get three stars because it, for what it is, it's a good book. Yes. It's not great. It's good. Yeah. I'll say, you know, I didn't love reading it, but I'm glad I read it. Yeah. I'm glad I finished it. And I feel like because I read it, it raised a lot of questions for me that prompted me to learn a lot more. I do, and I think that's why books like this exist. Yeah. I think it's good that they do. Um, I did not want to read a lot of the reviews because I don't want to spoil all, all the things for myself. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back and I'll throw some up in the Discord um, mm -hmm. to get opinions on it because I want to know what some of these reviews said. But if you are reading the book, let us know what you think and let us know if any of those points that we brought up resonate or don't with you. Mm -hmm. And if you agree or disagree, I would like to hear some more of you know, voices on it. So we do have yeah. a channel. Um, let's talk about love. It's in the channel. So yes, let's do it. Uh, the codependence between her and um, the couple she's great friends with is another thing I'd like to talk about. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's like a good springboard from the immaturity thing too. Uh, so Alice, her best friend is named Feeny and she is engaged to a boy Ryan and they all three have been best friends for years. Alice and Feeny, since they were in like pre-K or something, and then Ryan came along in like late elementary and middle school or something. But basically lifelong trio of best friends. Every Friday they have family night where they do like activities together. Um, and Alice, after the very beginning of the book where some stuff goes down for Alice, she moves in with them into their little like apartment or whatever. But their whole relationship is kind of like fraught with tension. And I guess Ryan is there as, like, the peacemaker. I didn't like Ryan's character at all. No, not at all. Um, he had, like, no substance for me. But I loved Feeny's character. And I think Feeny is a character you either love or you hate. Um, I really liked her. She will go to bat for Alice every single time. And she is Alice's polar opposite, too. Um, but they have a lot of tension and they fight a lot. And one of the biggest things is, like, that Alice is very codependent on Feeny and Ryan as a couple. And because they are a couple, they want alone time. They want to do things without Alice, but then she feels very left out. But then there's a flip side later where, you know, Alice makes friends with Takumi and Feeny starts feeling like, are you replacing me as your best friend with Takumi? And that felt kind of like a bit of a juvenile argument for, for a bunch of 20 somethings to be having. I didn't disagree. I think that like, as you, I don't know, like at 20, you should be fairly used to your friends having significant others that are very important. 
yeah. in your life. And I think that there should be some kind of like independence enough where them spending time with each other doesn't bother you as a person. Yeah. It did, this is another way that Alice felt very immature. Yeah. Was that she would get her feelings hurt and spent a lot of the book kind of stressed out about the family. Yeah. And I got it because her own family was a little dysfunctional and yeah. she really did depend on her friends. Yeah, I feel but like we were kind of going for the found family trope. It but it, it, it didn't reach it. It didn't hit. Yeah. Um, because your found family is not, you know, you can't make other people um, fix you. Yeah, and it felt very much like Alice was always seeking some kind of validation from others. Yeah. And it never, that's, that's one thing that bothered me that it never got brought up to her counselor. Her counselor really kind of encouraged it instead of being like, but this is on you. Yeah. And that felt a little, a little weird to me because it really did leave Alice without any growth at the end. There yes. was no, there wasn't any recognizable growth it was just yes that was the most frustrating thing about like the conclusion for me i don't know i guess when you pick it up you know it's classified as a why romance novel so you know that like she's going to have a love interest and it's about her and the love interest but i really wanted more character development even not just from her but like from maybe feeny yeah ryan or whoever like i wanted to see more going on but it really didn't feel repetitive at the end it was kind of chapter after chapter of the same I'm asexual I don't know how to tell people I don't know how to feel comfortable with this I feel left out from my family I feel left out from my found family right and, and in the beginning she had a girlfriend the girlfriend didn't understand her sexuality Alice didn't know how to communicate it they break up that's not really a spoiler it happens in like the first three pages yeah. so sorry about it um but then, you know, we roll all the way till the end, she has a new love interest, and they get together, and it's like she didn't learn any independence, really. No. And even in the way that she was communicating her sexuality to, like, this new partner, I'm glad that between the first partner and the new partner, she learned better how to communicate it, but there was no reconciling between their differences as individuals. So I just feel like if the story continued, it would be cyclical. The same yeah. issues would arise. And I think that's like, that would be a good point to have addressed. Because I think that you really do, like, especially if your sexual identity is fluid or very strict, your significant other has to be compatible, not just understanding and compassionate. Yes. And it's, I mean, that's a reality that people face. You know, if I, as as someone who falls on a queer spectrum, mm -hmm. if my partner fundamentally either disagreed or that made him or she uncomfortable, mm -hmm. it's not going to work. Right. And that comes down to, like, a compatibility thing. I would expect everyone to be compassionate and caring and understanding, but I wouldn't expect everyone to be compatible with needs that cannot be met themselves you know if you're right. a yeah. sexual being and you are dating an ace person i think that those are issues that would have to be addressed not just going oh i understand 
yeah. at that point I don't think understanding is enough. You have to like, I would have liked a resolution to the problem. Yeah, they didn't hash it out. They didn't. Um, and I really would have liked to see that happen. Not just for the sake of like concluding the story, but again, like for readers, this is a YA yeah. book. We expect teens to pick this book up. How is a young questioning individual supposed to feel when there is no real conclusion to Alice as an individual. She didn't learn how to be alone and be independent with herself. She didn't learn a lot about how to communicate things about herself or value her identity. Yeah. You know, it kind of felt like conceding to a point rather than saying, I can't change, it's who I am. Mm -hmm. I need to value that enough to make sure my needs are met before I do anything to meet somebody else's. And I think that value of the self was not there at all, even with her relationship with Vini yeah. and her family. It felt like Alice was written as a doormat in a lot of ways. Yeah. There was no resolution with the family, which yeah. really bothered me because that's such a key part of, it was a big part of the story. It was why she was living with Feeney and Ryan, it was a whole thing with her in school, and then I don't think she came out to her family, like formally at least, as bi or ace. So, and then by the end, it still didn't happen. No. Uh, there was a lot that didn't get resolved at all. Yeah. And there wasn't even a real conversation about it. You know, she had the same way to call me as she did with her first girlfriend. It was the same, well, I'm ace. Yeah. But there was no then what? There right. was no expectation of, okay, well, how do two people with very fundamental needs address this? Yeah. And I think that for good or bad, heartbreak or not, as someone who like wants teens to, to read something that they relate to, I also expect, you know, expect our young adult books to treat teens like young adults, like yes. little adults who are learning to value themselves. I yes. don't think this book did a good enough job of teaching that, of showing that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it did a good enough job of like representing how to value your own identity. It's hard enough yeah. coming to terms with it. Yes. I don't think there was, there was a lot of pride in her asexuality, but there yeah. wasn't a lot of I value it. This is who I am. Yes, I agree. It's disappointing. It's point, point it out. She came to terms with it early on. She understood it. She figured it out because of online communities and things yes. like that, which I think is very relatable. Yes. And that is Tumblr is a great place. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. did learn a lot from she, like pop media. She learned a lot from the internet and like social networking and stuff. But even to herself, she was like very closed off. She was like, I understand who I am, but I don't understand what it means. There was no self-love. No. And it was like, I mean, that's a huge part of why we celebrate pride to begin with is that there needs to be a self-love aspect on it so that you have healthy relationships. Um, and if you're not developing a self-love of your identity, no matter what that is, you can't expect to have a healthy relationship because you're not demanding your value be met. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was not talked about enough. And it, it, it just made it seem very unresolved. And on top of all the cutesy immaturity, it didn't feel like Alice was 20. It yeah. felt like a like a high school book, which I think it would have been better. Yes, it would have been yeah. better as a high just, schooler. If we just knocked down everybody's age a little bit, you know, maybe she didn't live in her friend's apartment. Maybe she went to go stay at her friend's 
house. house. You know, maybe Takumi didn't recently graduate college. He recently graduated high school and was going to major in whatever in college instead of yeah. getting this job. There was a lot of ways you could have just tweaked that, and the rest of those characteristics could have not been so cringy. I, I definitely think if it would have written, written down in age, it would have been yeah. a lot better. Do you want to talk about how much we loved or hated Beanie? Because I think she was an interesting character. Honestly, kind of yes. wish she was the main character. She I very loved Beanie. Girl and you know, energy. about a third of the way into the book, I got real suspicious that they were going to have like a poly yeah, like, relationship when they didn't. lived together, and they didn't. Um, I guess, you know, that's helping too much for like an exploratory <laughs> concept in a book but I got real suspicious just because she was like uh you know Feeny is like my soulmate you know she is like my person but that's just like when we talked about Bryce and Danica and Crescent City your best friend can be your soulmate it's just it feels like that it's that love um and like I said Ryan as Feeny's boyfriend dull whatever as dishwater yes he was just he was literally just like a placeholder and he was i think his character only existed to be he was a sounding board for alice he was a sounding board for alice and then when feeny and alice were fighting he was just kind of like the go-between yeah and it was like who was going to do that if ryan didn't exist so i think that's why his character it made zero sense for me because Alice spent more time talking about herself and her feelings to Ryan than she did to Feeney. Yes. And it was just, Ryan was this character made to dialogue Alice. Yes. And you're right. And it was weird. And that's why I think you kind of had suspicions of something yeah. Holly because it, it felt like it, it, it just, it didn't feel right yeah. to me it felt like he was just kind of there and then Feeney was in her own life I mean Feeney had all these like personality things that were yeah, like really Feeney. engaging yes and Feeney had yeah Feeney had a whole life going on like we didn't get a lot about Feeney as a side character but we knew what kind of job Feeney had yeah. we knew that like her own parental situation wasn't great we knew what was really cool about Feeney was that like she did not care about like getting a job and like being like a powerhouse and like taking care of the family like she just wanted to be a mom but she was also just like such she was a baddie yeah, she, she was, was such like a baddie like from day one she aggressive was just, yeah she was getting in fights she had like oh they had like she bail had like a money set aside yeah they had to bail, bail her out and yeah. i was like because she just she took nothing from no one no and i was here for it but then she was just like such a that was such a non-feminine trait right and then she was just like but ever since i was little i just want to be a mom i don't want to go to school and get a job and my parents don't understand that i just want to marry ryan and have babies and i thought that was, why can't i have she all those things was such an interesting character and for some reason all of those things didn't come off as cringy yep. like even her like super aggressive like i'm a fight you won't kiss yeah. his hands like didn't come off as cringy no, or it came off as very like take me at face value like I don't have any. Blunt. Yeah, there was no underlying things. Like, uh-uh. even to Alice, when it could have been hurtful, she was just like, you're being selfish or you're being fake, and you can miss me with that. Like, I love it. Talk to me when you feel like it. And it made her kind of outshine Alice and Ryan in a real yeah. way. And even, um, oh God, I can't even remember his name. Takami? Yeah. It was like if you took a 
any old guy. He wasn't great. He was a he was basically your he was your basic romance, you know. I mean, piece. He was attractive. He was attractive. He was nice, smart. He cooked. Yeah. He was like what you want. He was supportive. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, he like checked boxes. He did check boxes. And I guess like, I would date him. I don't know if it would be interesting, but <laughs> I guess he wasn't yeah, he particularly he, funny. He didn't come off like, as like yeah. very interesting. He, he came off as like a nice guy with like capital N, capital G. Yeah, but he was there. He was fine. And so then you had Ryan, who was a sounding board. You had Alice, who was really cutesy and like, where is this going? All the and then you had characters were way more interesting. Yeah. And but then Feeny really kind of outshone them all. Yeah. And that was that was interesting. It made her interesting and it kind of made me sad that I didn't get more of her. She was the one who I was really interested in. Yeah. Um so I just I don't know. The whole book is a little yeah. Is a little all over the place. Yeah. But I stand by what I said. I'm still glad I read it glad because I read it. it brought up so many points for me to just think about. Yes. And just stew in. This could one hundred percent be just a book you're just supposed to like read. And not discuss. Like, you're just like, well, I read that book. It could absolutely be, like, we just look. Want, the whole point of us to read a romance this month was to just read a fluffy romance and be done with it. But here we are. Just we're like, not fluffy people. <laughs> and I'm a chronic overthinker. Hashtag. So, I don't know. I, we were dumb. What I'm trying to say is this was dumb of us to expect us to read yeah. a fluffy romance and just go, oh, that was so cute. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I really, yeah, no. I think a lot of people who read it could pick it up and just be like, oh, look, she fell in love, that was so nice, but like, mm-hmm. I had a lot of things that I, I wanted to take apart about it. So, overall, pretty satisfied with it. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more to unpack, so hit us up in Discord. Yes, I want to know people's views on the counselor, because now that I said it, I'm really bothered by it. I wish we had seen more sessions with I wish that they had been a little like, I don't know. I would be, okay, if I was paying money to see this person, I'd be like, really? Like, is that all you gotta give yeah. me? Yeah. Um, especially if I'm like almost flinching when she said I'm asexual. Like, he seems caught off guard. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Yeah, and he was just like, well, that's rare. And I was just like, what? Like, is that how you react to the, yeah. It was a little weird. Um, maybe my experiences have been different, so it just yeah. seemed a little weird to me. I don't know about that, it was great, but. I think the relationship between you and your counselor is very individual. That might and be it seems like she warmed up to him a lot and became very comfortable with him very quickly. Yeah. So maybe that was just the person for her. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I felt like the advice was a little like, huh. But then the whole book kind of left me like, huh. So, I don't huh. Know. So let's huh. talk about love. General reaction? Huh. It's huh. a, uh, huh. So. I want to know people's thoughts. I think that there's Absolutely. a lot to exploit here, and that being one of them. But also, how do you, if you're, if you fall on a queer spectrum, what did you think? Did you, yes. did you think that this would be beneficial, especially to young adults? Yeah, that's what I'm very particularly interested in. You know how it, how you feel like it's going to reach and affect younger readers because it is classed as a young adult novel. If they go to a library or bookstore, that's who's going to find it first. You know, as teens. So, I'm interested to see how you think it's going to affect the mind of a young reader before 
you think how it's going to affect you know a grown yeah person um, but you know if you have come into your own sexual identity does it yeah. read differently like yeah. as someone who has mm -hmm. um, it definitely feels a little like I'm sure I felt that way at some point and I do yeah. not now yeah so um, yeah drop those comments too if you have them because I'd be super curious to see if um, yeah. Well, I think this was a great discussion. Once again, thanks for watching. This has been Parents Read the Darndest Things. I'm Kayla. I'm Lay. Bye, guys. Bye.